Hello, boys and girls, and welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. We appreciate everybody that's tuning in. It's going to be a great summer. Uh, we're up on YouTube now, so go check that out. And don't forget about Squad Fest, June 11th and 12th, coming up in a hurry. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by Eyesight Drone Service. Eyesight Drone Service is headquartered in Grand Forks, North Dakota. It's a veteran-owned small business. It's fully licensed and insured drone and manned aircraft services company. All operators are commercial pilots and 107 certified. They have extensive experience in agriculture, stand count, tassel count, crop health damage, and visual inspection. Natural resources, they can do your waterfowl counts, your big game counts, cattle counts, natural disaster surveys, archaeological assessments, infrastructure, gravel road management, building inspections, house roof inspections, oil and gas pipeline and facilities, renewable energy inspections, power line inspections, communications tower ins- communication tower inspections. Ladies and gentlemen, if you need a drone for anything, they can take care of any of your needs. They're open to new industries and jobs as well. Well, rapidly and effectively deploy to virtually any side of project within the continental United States in short order and that's eyesight drone services and you can check them out at www.eyesightdrones.com and that's i with the letter i s-i-g-h-t-d-r-o-n-e-s.com or check them out on their web or check out their website please at eyesightdrones.com it's amazing what all they can do now with modern technology it's crazy they can do a waterfowl count with drones just think about how much you don't even need people nope there's movies about that but they can do so much more stuff today and so much quicker yeah crazy i mean it it, it is i mean it's huh. just the way the world's going what's next you never know you never know what you're going to see next here so anyways so, y'all check out our new sponsor yeah no kidding uh we're also brought to you by bangtail whiskey it is built on an a built on a dream age 25 years handcrafted bangtail whiskey to create the perfect sip, no matter how you drink your whiskey. I like, uh, you know, I like the whiskey sour. Catch a little bit of hell for that, but it's great. Um, you can order Bangtail whiskey right online, and they'll send it straight to your door. And uh, you don't even have to get out of your pajamas to get whiskey headed your way. It is, uh, you'll find a pleasant aroma of vanilla and spice before galloping into notes of nougat, sweet corn, and a lingering caramel finish. It is actually very, very good whiskey. I put it right up there at the top of the list. So go check out Bangtail Whiskey at bangtail.com and get that bottle headed your way. We're also brought to you by Blindgrass. Uh, listen, if you're tired of constantly having to rebrush your A-frame, your layout blind, your boat, you need to check out Blindgrass at blindgrass.com. It's a synthetic grass. It goes right onto your blind. It does not rot. It does not mildew. Uh, It is a one-stop shop. You put it on there one time, and you do not have to worry about brushing your blind again. So check them out at blindgrass.com, and they have dry bags. If you're going to be out on a boat all summer, you can put your goods in the dry bag, and you don't have to worry about dropping your cell phone into the ocean. Uh, they got gun cases, so they kind of got whatever you're, whatever you're looking for. In addition to a very, very good looking camouflage system, they've been working years to perfect how their camouflage looks. You can use it in multiple environments. They got different, uh, different colors and different blends for every scenario. So check them out at Blindgrass Camouflage System at blindgrass.com. We're also brought to you by Goose Creek Retrievers. If you've got that new puppy. 
if you want to, uh, if you're wanting to send them off somewhere, have a professional handle them. Look no further than Goose Creek Retrievers. Matt Peel does a hell of a job up there, and uh, we're excited to have him on board. He's a wealth of knowledge. He's a fun guy to talk to. Even if even if you're training the dog yourself and you just need somebody to, you know, bounce ideas off of, Matt will be happy to answer any questions. Check him out, Goose Creek Retrievers. And uh, if you're in, like I said, if you're in the market for a new puppy or a new hunting dog, look them up, GooseCreekRetrievers.com. They're all over uh, social media. Got a hell of a program. And if you do have a new dog, then you need to check out Gun Dog Outdoors. They've got bumpers that they're really excited about. Uh, they've got a field trauma kit that I think everybody should put in their vehicle and in their hunting bag. And uh, the quick release system. Patented now. It's what I use every single day. Clip it onto my dog, Lou, and he is where I think he's going to be all the time until I pull, that, uh, pull the little lever and let him go. No matter what level your dog is trained, I think uh, I think the quick release system is something that you should look into. It just takes all the guesswork out. So you clip him on there, and he's going to stay right where right where he's supposed to be. So the quick release system is something that I cannot recommend highly enough, and you can get that at GunDogOutdoors.com. Uh, I mentioned the Squad Fest earlier. Coming up, June 11th and 12th. St. Louis, Missouri. It's the first major calling contest since COVID, and uh, it's going to be a great time. We're looking forward. We're going to be there. We hope to see all you guys there. Food trucks, cornhole, cold beer. It's going to be a great time, and we look forward to putting some faces to names. So we'll see you there June 11th and 12th. Oh, you can be signing autographs. No. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll fist bump you. Okay. Fist bump you. I'm not shaking your hand. You probably got COVID. Would you sign some boobs? No. Nope. No boobs, none of that. Um, a baby's forehead. I'd sign a baby's forehead. Okay. But not a boob. Not a boob. But it is going to be a good time. You're putting on a hell of a deal. If you're a waterfowl hunter and you like calls, you just want to be around like-minded people, what a better place to be. I mean, it's, it's a waterfowl show. I mean, that's exactly what it is. Great products, great people. Get to see some neat people. Get to meet some people. Everybody in the industry just about is going to be there. Good time for everybody. Come out and see us. And the guys from the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast are going to be there. Yes. Mr. Logan Pyatt and Rebel Heron. Yep. That is our next sponsor. They are back, ladies and gentlemen. The The hiatus is over. You put enough pressure on them, Logan and Rebel folded like a bunch of cheap suits. Um, they're doing their bourbon review. It goes up. It's out there for everybody to listen to. And then the full episode, you have to be a, a Patreon member to get the full episode but they are back they're back up to their debauchery and uh better than ever so go check them out you can get on their patreon account like uh, looking glass duck club donate to that and uh you can get the episodes but it's uh it's it's glad that they're back the waterfowl community is a lot better with them on the on the airwaves so we're happy that they're there and you should go check them out we're also brought to you by Pacific Custom Calls. We've got a promo code with them. BHP25 will save you 25%. Believe it or not, it is time to start stocking up and buying stuff for hunting season. It's going to be here before you know it. You need a new goose or duck call. They've got a new duck or goose call. You can use the promo code BHP25. Save yourself some money. They've got the best duck call that I've ever blown in the PCD. And they are retooling the 509, which is my go-to Canada call. So... A lot of cool things going on up there uh, in Spoke Compton. Pacific Custom Calls. Uh, Pacific Custom Calls is the 
website name, and you can use the promo code BHP25. Get you a hell of a goose call for this upcoming waterfowl season. We're also brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. It only takes one. Bismuth is back in style. Uh, I cannot, can't tell you how much I love my boss. It is, it's a, it, it really is. It's a way of life. It's an old culture kind of deal. Uh, the boss, Tom, was a big hit this year. Takes those gobblers right off their feet. Um, be expecting, like, listen, if you're going to be ordering this stuff, you need to get on the ball and at least get them what you're wanting because word on the street is there might be uh, an ammo shortage towards the end of the year. And uh, I'd hate for you to be going, <clears throat> going somewhere in January and not have any shells to shoot. Go to BossShotShells.com right now. Get your order in. Not gonna have, not gonna hurt to have some in storage for when waterfowl season finally gets here. BossShotShells.com. We're also brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. If your coffee sucks, it's not the duck. High velocity is my favorite. They've got a Missouri Boat Ride coming out. I'm excited to try that. I think that's coming out in the next couple of weeks. Um, good looking merchandise too. Good looking swag. They got a shirt that I, I really enjoy. Fits on me well. Shows off my guns that I'm working hard for. Still, still not on the testosterone, but, you know, we're making it. Uh, Dirty Duck Coffee, it's the way I start my morning every single morning out here at the Big Honker Lodge. Cup of that and I'm ready to tackle the world, Jeff. But they've got a coffee for everybody, whether it's the, uh, the Missouri boat ride that's coming out or they got a dark, they got a dark one, they got a uh, French roast, they got a Colombian blend. Like I said, my, my favorite is the high-velocity caffeine straight into the straight into the thermos and then right down my gullet gives me the energy i need for a long day out in the field so go check them out dirtyduckcoffee.com i need a cup of coffee right now last but not least we're brought to you by lucky duck they're making uh dog kennels for the big boys now i saw that extra large one lou lou lou's gonna be riding in style gonna have plenty of room five star crash test rated all that good stuff so you can feel confident in putting your pooch away in the new lucky duck dog kennel uh, they also make the best blind that I've ever sat in, the A-frame, two-by-four, four-grown men. If you're looking for an investment, I would look at the two-by-four blind. A-frames are the way to go. Get out of the spread. Uh, keeps, uh, keeps the bird's eyes off of you. They've also got the best spinners on the market. They're waterproof, so you don't have to worry about having a little oopsie and uh, knocking one over and it not working anymore. So go check them out, Lucky Duck, luckyduck.com. All right, this episode of the podcast, it is just Jeff and I. We talk conspiracy theories. We talk the duck hatch. We talk uh, the waterfowl survey. There is not much in this episode that we don't cover. So we hope you enjoy it. Let's go. Welcome to the Big Honker Podcast brought to you by Goose Creek Retrievers. I am Jeff Stanfield with the world famous Andy Shaver. I need to message him about getting him on this week. Okay. 
because we did not do our tips last week. It's amazing to me just how fast time goes by. Yeah, there's seven days in a week. Happens every week. Yeah, but it, 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 it we're in like a time. Some but Biden has. He's so we're gonna blame up. we're he, gonna yeah. blame Biden for yes, this. Yes, he has sped up time. Biden has fucked up a lot of shit. A lot of shit, but he has nothing to do with time. He has sped up time. I don't know what he's done, but it just it goes by so fast now, and it used to not go by that fast. Well, today's episode is going to be on us ranting and talking about shit going on, and we have a big list of things that people want us to talk about. We're we going to talk about some of them. Yep, and one of them we're going to talk about is. And before we get into this, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't have any evidence. I don't know of any evidence yet, but it's the voting, the the, the uh, audits they're doing. They haven't released anything yet. Mm-hmm. And I have been asked by multiple people today if they found evidence that there was cheating, do I think that Joe Biden should be removed from the White House? Yes, I do. Okay, that's your opinion. That's my opinion. I think if he if they cheated and put him in office... And if it's in Arizona and it shows that there was some um, unscrupulous tactics and that he should not be, have won Arizona, I think they should do an audit out of all 50 states conducted by the military for Ooh, our election. Wow. Uh, hey, we're talking about our Look fucking election. Audited by our military, should be overwatched by them, and then the results should be certified by the military. And if Joe Biden is no longer should have won the election, they should remove him from the White House and put Donald Trump in there. Now, what do you think? Hmm, the military. Who else would you get to trust to do it? If you, if they find there's cheating in any state, then they need to do it. Biden controls the military. Ah, but I don't think the motherfuckers like him. He is the commander-in-chief. Right. So he is the head cheese. I there, understand that. F.A. That motherfucker is not head of his own fucking house. He does not know what's going on. Do you honestly believe that he's got a clue what's going on mentally? He's very, he's very in tune with the American people, Jeff. You're so full of shit. Do you think that if we if they did find out evidence that they should overturn the election or do a bigger audit? Man, I don't know. That's a you talk about an uprising. If they find if they Ooh. find if they find evidence that one state should have been overturned, there's going to be an uprising. Yeah, but I don't think that they're going to find evidence. I think I think I think I think the jury is back in. It's over with. It's done. You're not going to find anything. Hypothetically, if they do find some. I don't deal in hypotheticals, Jeff. I'm I'm just telling you. I'm hypothetical on this. If there was evidence, we would not be into June. It's over with, people. Biden is your president until 2024. It's over with. I've agreed with you on everything about that. But if they do, I'm not so sure there's not some evidence. I don't trust the audits, and I don't trust the Democrats. And... I'm just. I think that there was a lot. There was election fraud. I do believe that we did have election fraud. I believe that if well, there's fraud in every election. I think we. Do had you think that there blatant. was enough fraud to yes. swing the election into Biden's favor? When they do the watermarks, I think they will. And I'm not being a, a Q we'll guy or a conspiracy guy, but I'm saying if they do prove that, then they need to audit all 50 states. I know Georgia's fixing to be audited, and so is Vermont now. I think they should do all 50 states, and if it shows that Donald Trump should be president, then they should take Biden out of office immediately. See, but that's the deal. Like, what What about, I mean, the watermarks? No, nobody's talking about this. They are talking about it Ooh, now. I've not seen it. Well, I don't know where it's because you watch mainstream media, I guess. I don't, watch main, I don't watch media. Arizona audit update, the second one. You just had it on there. 
I did. Yep, right. The second deal is Arizona audit update. They've got watermarks, and it's not a watermark like I thought. I thought that it would be like, like a $100 bill. You know, you look through it, and you can see a watermark. What they're saying is is that where these, when, when these things were sent in for mail-in ballots, they, have, they were folded, and there's a mark on them. And when you looked at them through a black light, you can see this mark on them. If there's not a mark on them, then they were never in an envelope, and they were just shipped over here by China by the thousands. So I should not look at CNN. See, that's another thing. Like, what, who Fuck do you who trust I, here? I don't know. I don't. I I'm mean, just, can I can I click on this CBS News link? I probably won't tell you the truth, but I'm just telling you what the, what what stories are coming out of. I mean, I understand, but I think that's all that it is. And it could story. be. I think, I, I think the cues have got everybody okay. stirred up. I'm bit. asking you that if someone could prove to you that the Arizona if election, if you could prove to me, yes, but I would don't think, think that, that I don't think that you're going to. I don't think that there's going to be any evidence. I think it, I think if there was evidence of this, we would have already heard about it. Okay, what's well, just now going We've on? Already been out. All I, I, what does this say here? It says it says the Republican. Uh, they also unanimously agreed to send forceful response to claims made last week by Arizona's Republican Senate President Karen Fan. Complying with legislative subpoenas did not properly secure the chain of custody of ballots and deleted data. Now I had heard, now I have heard of a lot of that. In Michigan, they say that they broke the chain of custody. So that's what I'm saying. There's just too many things. So, so all I'm saying on this is I'm going to clear this up at the end. If they don't show no proof, then Joe Biden's president for 2024. We got to suck it up and go. If you show me proof that he, that one state should be flipped over then i'm gonna say right now we need to have a vote or something needs to be changed what's gonna happen if like what if like texas goes biden in this audit well, then, what if something then, fucking crazy happens well, like there was fraud then joe like biden some of, like for some of the red states then the red people should shut the fuck up and let the blue people win i just think be that, the end of it i think i think i think elections are all about who can cheat the best well by god this one i think happened Despite prior multiple state audits that found no issues of concern in the 2020 election, the GOP-controlled Arizona Senate ordered another review, taking possession of Maricopa County's nearly 2.1 million ballots and almost 400 election machines by subpoena earlier this week. This audit is being run by companies that include one whose CEO promoted debunked election fraud theories. Let me tell you something. Fucking CBS. Let me tell you something funny about this, too. The... Now, the Democrats in Arizona don't want them to use them machines again because they said they've been compromised by the Republicans. No, they did. <laughs> yes, they did. Yes, they did. Let's get off the voting deals because that, that was one thing. Why? Why do you want to get off of there so fast? Well, okay, if you want to talk about it some more, I just asked you your opinion on it. Oh, there's, not, there's, no, there, there, there's no concrete evidence on any of it yet. Cyber Ninjas has You're zero. You're on the same website. Well, Jeff, it's the only one. I mean, it's all going to be the same shit. ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN. It's all so the same shit. So I should try shit. to find a Fox News. No, I'm not saying Fox. That. No, they're all going to be the same. The mainstream media is ran by the fucking deep state and the See, Democratic and Party. That's, that's a, okay. It's a dangerous. Okay, line hold, of hold on, hold on. Because now, who Good. do you trust? Okay, who do you trust? Why is Chad Prather stuff no longer being on YouTube? Why is the guy in yeah, South Carolina. It's got nothing to do with the mainstream oh. media. It's a, it's a, it's the people that run YouTube are the have same a problem with uh, conservatives. It's they're, they're, it's conservatives. Okay, that's what I'm saying. It's all just another. It's it's they're all connected. The, what, what do you mean? The mainstream media, fucking Google, all this shit. Well, Google YouTube. runs YouTube. Yeah, it's all the same shit. 
The same one of them. What's I, the what's the what's the what, if, if I don't I'm even and I'm not even a Chad Prather fan, but right. I saw today where they took him off of YouTube, just like they took Donald Trump off of fucking Twitter, and they've taken uh God, the Graham guy that's in South Carolina that's running for Senate or something. We love Trump dot com. How about we try that one? Will you will you go along with this? I, that's one sided too. I'm telling you, you're not going to get a fair deal out of the fucking media no more. This oh. is a We Love Trump episode There's, website. There is no evidence that has been shown to American people yet, but they are working on it. And the Democrats are fighting like crazy. If they didn't have nothing to hide, they wouldn't be fighting like crazy. This about is it. probably a fucking porn website, and I'm just giving my computer viruses. Well, then get off of it. We Love Trump. It's probably him getting spanked. Oh, here we go. Uh, the audit has been paused. Have you seen that, Jeff? No, I haven't. Oh, heavens. We Love Trump is reporting that... The Maricopa County, Arizona audit has been paused. I don't know. I mean, it just... The ongoing audit of the 20... When was this written? Uh, they don't have a date on it. That's what I was trying to look for. I don't know. But, I don't know. I just don't... I just... I don't see anything changing. Okay. But I'm also pessimistic about these kind of things. Okay. I think it takes a lot to move the needle. Okay. All I'm saying is, if they found enough stuff in one state... And they, they did audits on all of them. I think the government, I mean, the military should be doing it. And I think then, if we did all 50 states, we find out that it was an unfair election and that there was cheating involved, that they had to kick Biden's ass out of the deal. Kick his ass out. Kick Audit him out. update, Maricopa County's officials refused. That was on the May 10th, 10th so it does matter. Okay. A couple weeks ago. We'll go on to some other subjects. Okay, let's go on to other subjects. I don't know much about Israel. Uh-huh. And... I don't understand why there's so much hatred for Israel in the world. I, I don't understand that. I haven't been around a lot of Jewish people in my life. We don't have any in Knox City that I know of. I was around some in Wichita Falls. But the Jewish people that I've been around are all great people, good people. They bring a lot to a country. They're, they're, they're good businessmen. They, they don't tear up stuff. They don't bother people. And I don't understand Yesterday, they had a big fucking parade in Dallas from the PLO, or the Palestinian people. What, where, where do we come with these people side with these fucking Muslims? Do you understand that? <laughs> yeah. I saw uh, Trump Jr. posted something, and it was, there was, it was queers for uh, Palestine. They were at this rally. Yes, I saw people. that. And then below that, it showed Palestine for queers, and it shows them chunking gay people off roofs. That's the reality. So, like, that's the side that you want to fucking yeah. I don't back. I don't understand that. And 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 I don't. Israel has been around since the day. Uh, what do you mean? Since the times of Jesus. Well, the Israelites, and that was their area over there, right? And I don't understand all the geography of the 1940s. I, I don't get all that. I don't understand it all. I haven't read up on it, and I've tried to read up on it. And I see people say, well, this was the, this was the map in the 1948s, and it was all Palestinians. Well, before that. Yeah, I think, I think, and I think that's what I've heard, is Israel was set up after World War II. Yes, they 1948. Place, they needed a place to go. Right. Where they were safe. So, they have not been around. No, no, no. They've been around, but they have been pushed away from there at one time. I don't know. You're about you're biblical. A lot more biblical than I am. You never read about the Israelites in the, in well, the Bible. Well, I mean, I mean, they had to. They're back here for a reason. It was after World War II in 1945. 
where was Jerusalem? Same place it's been since Jesus right, was born, but right? I don't, I don't. Why all? Why is it after World War II? I think they we were, needed a safe place for they, Jewish. people. I think they pushed them away. So this became the hub. Yes, I don't. I, but I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know enough about Israel to say this is what happened. I'm just saying that Jesus was born in Jerusalem. Jerusalem is in Israel. Still is today, right? So they were pushed out at one time, but they caught back and they gave it to them. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you had to pick anybody in the world not to fuck with, the Israelis is the people not to fuck with. They're hard people. Yes, they are. And I don't understand all the hatred in the world for these people. And I don't understand why anybody would love anybody from the Palestinians. I saw that it's because I guess Israel's now kind of a force to be reckoned with. They're not fucking with these people no more. It doesn't matter. They're still the bully. Not the bully, but they're still the They're big the big dog. guy on campus. They're still the big dog. Yes, that's right. And I think that's got more to do with it. You know, at first, everybody's like, why the fuck are you going to pick on these poor Israelis? Well, and they, now they've kind of, they can, They take know, up for themselves. They can pack a punch whenever they're tired of being fucked with. And they're supported by America. And that's probably got a lot to do with and it. That, that knocks your credibility down like 10 points. If, but, if, if you're pro, if, if America's got your back, well, you got problems. But why would we support the Palestinians? They, they Those people have killed more and they murder more. I've... I, do, Honestly, if you got on an airplane, we're getting on an airplane in a couple weeks. We get on an airplane, and some some Muslims get on there. You don't automatically think, hmm, fuck, I hope they check them real good at security. <laughs> Do you? I'm ready for a fight. Yeah, that's right. That's just the way it is. But if you saw some, some rabbis get on, you wouldn't think nothing of it. Uh, I don't know, Jeff. Why? We- I saw Snatch. I don't know what Snatch is. I guess I didn't see it. Well... Was bad, a bad guys, a direct, bad rabbi. Well, no, he wasn't a bad rabbi. Um, they were dressed as rabbis, and then they were okay. Well, there's a big fucking difference between playing like. I'm a, just a saying, rabbi. if you see a rabbi, what if he's a what if okay. he's a bad guy that's dressed up as a rabbi? Well, I it know. happened on Snatch. Did you know? And I need to look this up too. But I had heard. So, like, when they circumcise the baby afterwards, mm-hmm. like the rabbi has to like. What's that mean? I don't know what you're saying. Suck the foreskin off after they cut oh, it. Oh, bullshit. No. Jeff, I'm no serious. Way. There's no way. Andy. Jeff. Where the fuck are you watching these nights? Jeff, I'm serious. And Jesse like, was out of town. Were you watching porn? <laughs> what fucking? They're I'm rabbis, ju- Jeff. They're men of God. And you're you're making it perverted. You, I can't help that it's part of their fucking religion. I don't think that's part of the religion. I think you're wrong. Well, we're going to look it up. How are you going to look this up? Your search gonna, engine is going to be really fucked well, up now. You know, it is a little. But back to the back to the Muslims. Okay. Name, name me a Muslim country in the world that's thriving. Well, no, Russia. that's not true. Right? Not Russia's not a Muslim country. They have some Muslims, but they're not a Muslim. Well, country. Fucking Khabib Nogamara, he's he's Muslim. Was he from Al Jazeera or some shit? He's from Russia. Yeah. No, he's not. He's, he's fucking from Rush, wrestling bears. Uh. Name one, Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, or Bahrain, or one of them countries. But of them. but those people live the top five percent. The people live like royalty. The rest of people live like shit. Name one of those places that can take care of itself. What are you talking about? Saudi Arabia. They can't take care of themselves. They America is the only reason they have anything. Uh, oh Jesus, Andy, might see? be onto something. I told you. 
why rabbis must suck the blood from circumcision? And, like, they're given a lot of these rabbis have, like, venereal diseases, and the babies get it after this. It's a bad deal, Jeff. <laughs> I don't even know what to say on this. You fucking doubt me Rab- all the time. Rabbi admits to sucking 25,000 baby penises. See? No way. That's just... They have to They have to drink the blood as part of being a rabbi. It's part of the oath. Scout's honor. <laughs> You're welcome, Jeff. You're wish, better because of I me. Wish, I wish I'd known know this. Because huh? I'm going to have to tell someone about this now. They do it. I'll be talking about this in court tomorrow. Could you imagine, though? <laughs> so, like, you're this you're this proud, you know, Jewish papa, and you hand the baby over to the rabbi, and he cuts the baby's penis, and... I wouldn't like that. I would be out on this. It's tough. But, I mean, they, they're an old-school religion, though. So... That's, that's sick. That really is. <laughs> Jeff... That's sick shit. I just, wow. Well, I mean, listen. I did not need to know this today. (laughs) I did not need to know this. It's history, Jeff. I'm telling you. It's culture. It's all culture. But, yeah, I guess, you know, there's been rabbis that didn't know that they were carrying something, and then this poor baby now has an STD. Well, where the hell is he getting it? The rabbi was putting his mouth somewhere else. It wasn't from the baby. No, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying, like, now all of a sudden, because of this tainted rabbi... This poor baby has a venereal disease for the rest of its life. Um, but, I mean, here's the deal. Their book is just the Old Testament. Yes, that's right. And so, so there's a lot of things they were doing in year one that in 2021 that we're not thinking about. Like, listen, we got Neosporin now. We don't need the mm. rabbi saliva to clean this off. So, uh, mm, wow. Back to the Muslims. Thing. <laughs> the Muslims. Barbaric motherfuckers. They are. <laughs> and they're just, they're not a peaceful religion at all. And no. I see all these people siding with them. Now they got Black Lives Matter. You want to get me on your side? You get Black Lives Matter marching with you. And boy, I'm going to jump right on board. Yeah. There's not a worse group of people in the whole world. Did you see where the head of the Black Lives Matter, the little chicky poo, got, got some lead in the head yesterday in London or no. Saturday night? Some lady over there that's a big AOC type. She's not in their, the parliament or whatever, but she's a big shot with the, Black Lives Matter English deal. She's at a party, and they just happened to have a drive-by shooting, and she got popped in the head. And I thought, yeah, must have been a really nice party. Bunch of gangbangers shooting it out. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I did see uh, poor LeBron. Looked like he had a real nasty fall. What a pussy. I'm telling you, what a pussy. <laughs> you know, he wants to be known as the greatest player of all time. Don't times. fucking fly. Fuck no. He's ruining his legacy. And it's like every – like, listen – once or twice, like, you're trying to get a foul, I can see. But, like, it's becoming a common occurrence on Facebook and shit. Like, you, you're seeing LeBron's next flop. Yeah, he's a joke. He is. He, and, and the thing, he don't have to be that way. No. He was, he was he's six foot eight. I don't know. 270 told, pounds. And uh, Chris Paul is 6'2", 200 pounds, 180 pounds. Mm-hmm. And and Chris Paul blocked him out, and he oh, and he it just what? Then they had a fight breakout afterwards. Yeah, I saw that all because he got knocked over. But like, just just and that should show you, kind of how culture is today. <laughs> we're we're rooting for a guy that flops all the time. No, we're not rooting for him. Well, a lot of a lot of people are. Like back in the day, like everybody loved Michael Jordan because of his toughness, and like the whole reason, if you watch that Last Dance documentary. The whole reason he started fucking lifting weights was because he had to play uh, Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, Detroit and they beat would, the fuck out of they him. They would for, 
LeBron would not make it to halftime against Detroit. But, Bill Lambeer would wear his fucking ass out. But he did. He said the whole reason I started lifting weights was because I had to play Detroit. Yep. And it was like being in a boxing match. If uh, I watched basketball in the 80s, I wouldn't watch that shit right now. I'm telling you right now, if I can't the Lakers you didn't watch the last dance, if the Lakers were playing fucking whoever in the front yard of the lodge right here, I'd stay in my fucking office and watch Andy Griffith. Right. I'm not going to watch him. Don't give two shits about it. But uh, Dennis Rodman, they would have put Dennis Rodman on Michael or, or on LeBron's ass, and LeBron would have been fucking crying. Right. He couldn't handle it. And then they're saying, oh, he, what a great NFL tight end. That motherfucker couldn't <laughs> play a tight end in the NFL for shit. His fucking pussy lips would be hanging out of his jock if he's having to play football. There's no way. What do you think of Tebow going back to the NFL? Um, I think it's good that he's getting a chance to go. Three games away from getting his pension. I hope he makes it. Do you think it. that's the whole reason? I think probably has got something to do with it. Plus, I don't think he's hurting financially. You don't? And why fucking go through this? Okay, well, fuck, it's going to be 150000 a year for the rest of your life. Really? That's not bad for three months worth of work. Three games? Um, do you think he makes a team, though? I don't know. Who it else Who else do they have? Jacksonville. Uh, I don't they, think they have got, anybody. Uh, no, and they – um, they're, they're the lead – they're the lead candidate to get Julio Jones, too. No. Yes, because they don't have – who the hell is Atlanta going to trade him to? Nobody. No, no, no. There's there's a couple of teams. Um, New England, but is New England going to pull that deal? They got fucked on the manual the, – the Mohamed Sanu trade a couple years ago. Right. The Raiders, maybe. Um, the Niners don't have no trade bait to give. Look all the shit they gave up for Trey Lance. They can't give up any more trades. Um you know, is Kansas City going to give a first-round pick for Julio Jones? No. That's what they Kansas want is City a first-round pick. No, they want a second-round pick now. They, they wanted a first-round okay, before the draft, round. and now that nobody bit, they said they'll take a second round. Um, the Jacksonville's a team that could do it. Jacksonville's got plenty of collateral on it, and they could give back that uh, that Chenault kid. That they got O'Shaughnessy. They got <laughs> Tyler Eifert. They don't have nobody then. They don't have anybody. He's and got a got chance. Tim Tebow. He's got a chance there. Or wait, that's 2020. I don't know what they got for twenty twenty. He has a chance to make Jacksonville's Tebow? roster, and if if he does make that roster, I hope it's good for him. What gets me is why do the people dislike him? What has he ever done anything but been a positive person in life? That's probably why they don't like him. Is it just because he's he, he's a Christian? Well, yeah, you know. I don't understand that. That's probably. I he's, mean, he's it's a, probably the same reason that you don't understand why people are you know rooting against Israel. I, I, that I, well, they're the good guys. I don't know. Yeah, other than sucking, other baby than the rabbis, down deal. Yes, they are, and um, it's 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 hard to root. There's people that are hard to root for. Like LeBron James is hard to root for now. Right. You know, I get sick of all of his Black Lives Matter bullshit. Before that, I thought he was a pretty good guy. He did a lot for their schools and stuff. Like you know, he's just a good stand up guy. And there's a lot of good guys out there that you can root for. Tim Tebow's one to root for. He's a good guy. He's a good person. Dak Prescott's a good guy. I hate the Cowboys, but Dak Prescott seems like a damn good guy. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the old bug-eyed running back, what's his name? Zeke. Zeke doesn't seem like a good guy. Zeke the freak. <coughs> uh, it says Tyler Davis, Ben Ellison, yeah, Luke Farrell, and yeah. they still got that O'Shaughnessy guy. Yeah, he, he's got a chance to make that squad. I bet he makes it. He's, he's a good team player. He's a good person, and he might be he's a good old, lo- He might be a locker room. He's my room. age. He's 33 years old. He might be a good locker room guy. Anyways, I wish I, I him just, the best of luck. I, just, I hope he does make it. If he don't make it, at least he tried. You know? wonder why he didn't make this because there were rumors that they would have 
he could have stayed in the NFL longer in his prime if he would have made this switch earlier. I think he was one of them people that had everybody in his ear telling him he needed to be quarterback. And you know what's so you funny? So play fucking minor league baseball for the Mets? Well, if they would have ran today's offenses, he could have played quarterback and stayed in the NFL. Mm, I He's, don't think so. What's the difference between him and Lamar Jackson other than about two-tenths of his – A lot of quickness. For the, on the speed. But I'm talking about the same offense. He wasn't quick enough to run that offense. He was the greatest college quarterback ever probably. I'm not going to disagree with you there. He can run that offense. They never ran this offense when he was in pro football. If they would have ran offense this, did they run? They tried to run fucking offense just like they did Vince Young. If Vince Young would have got to run the offense that Lamar Jackson is, Vince Young would have been in the NFL for five. I thought I thought him and Kaepernick came in at the same time and they were doing the same type of no, shit. No, no, Kaepernick's a lot younger than he is. But they still didn't run that offense. Even even San Francisco didn't switch to that offense until the, the the last six games or seven games. They didn't run that quarterback read offense. Which, personally, I think is a pretty stupid offense. We haven't seen anybody win a Super Bowl with it yet. Only if you want to keep your quarterback for about 15 years. That's exactly right. Like Kansas City, why the fuck would you ever put Patrick Mahomes in running? Be dumb as shit. I mean, (laughs) motherfucker not even doing a sneak this year. That motherfucker could run a 6-5-40 and it wouldn't matter. It's his arm that's going to beat you. Do you think that if Julio, if Green Bay went after Julio, that that's enough to mend the bridges? Or do you think that things are just too far gone? I think that... Aaron Rodgers has something to prove now, and it's become a personal deal. Um, I don't know. I've, so if, even if Green Bay said, done deal, calls up Aaron, hey, man, you're going to have Devontae and Julio fucking Jones to throw the ball to. We're excited. to see, We'll see you July 26th at camp. Do you think Rodgers like, oh, fucking great, I'll see you there? Or he like, I think that's what you're going to get. Give me to Denver. I think his fucking attitude is shitty. I think – Somebody said today that they ought to fucking trade both of them to Denver. Trade Rodgers to Denver is what Green Bay should do, and fucking Atlanta ought to trade freaking because Atlanta uh, they've got some good receivers at Denver. I wouldn't give up a good I wouldn't give up a good young receiver. First of all, today we're going to get off football because we weren't going to talk much football. But we're going to talk about this day. Shannon Sharp fucked Julio Jones. Julio today. had there had to have been a producer. I would hope. So. I would hope so. If not, that's the biggest. Because like how how is Shannon going to pipe his? And I'm not seeing Bluetooth. a clip. Well, I understand that, but you still gotta. I still think that there is a pre-call to Julio from a producer, like, "Hey, are you free?" Shannon well, wants to talk. Shannon to you tried to call him, and then he called him back. Oh. And so I'm wondering if they didn't just patch, said patch it through. I don't know. I listened to it live when it happened, right. and I thought, "Boy, he fucked him over big time." And it's all over Twitter. Right oh, now. it's everywhere. And he's like, "I'm out of uh, here." Yeah, it fucked him over. It, it pissed. It, it fucking hurt Atlanta, and it hurt Dallas both. That the funny part was the look on Skip's face when he said he didn't want to fucking go to fucking Dallas to play, and I know because they're not winners. Uh, I think Julio, but I would not trade like uh, what's his name Skip's like. Well, Dallas could trade Michael Gallup for Julio Jones. Well, first of all, Dallas has got Michael Gallup for two million dollars this year, and then he's a free agent. So Atlanta really don't gain nothing. They're getting a one year receiver. They're going to have to go to negotiate, negotiate with anyways. Um, but I would not trade. A good, I wouldn't trade Kenny Galladay for Julio Jones. I would have Kenny, Julio Jones three or four years ago. But with his with his injuries and being hurt the last couple of years, I just wouldn't trust being him, him being my only number one player. He's a like to go to Green Bay and if he hurt was missed four or five games with a hamstring or oh, something. You know he's going to. Yeah, it wouldn't be that big a deal. But if he's going to be your main guy like New England, like he's going to be our number one, I'd hate to count on him because of his injuries the last couple of years. But when he's healthy, he's a fucking stud. What a team Atlanta could be. Pitts, Ridley, Julio. 
And now I don't know if Julio's gone. Earlier, I had, a couple podcasts ago, I said you could take Matt Ryan number two quarterback. Yeah, now it would be number four or five probably. Still going to be really good with that Pitts. They have good – Calvin Ridley's a stud. Mm. Matt Ryan put up big numbers last year without Julio. Oh, I know I had Julio. Julio is going to get traded to somebody that's going to give back a wide receiver, I bet you. I bet you it's going to take a second-round pick and a wide receiver. San Francisco, give up Debo. That would be a pretty good move. The problem is that San Francisco wouldn't even be able to – they wouldn't even have to show up to fucking draft. They could fire all their scouts because they gave away all their picks for Trey Lance already. <laughs> what a mess. I don't know. But anyways. Um, another thing that I saw – we're going to find out about aliens before too long. I saw on the five yesterday that there's new evidence that's just fucking coming out all the time. It's not new evidence. It's just shit they've been holding from us. But what, why, why do you think that they're doing that? Why do you think they're letting it out? No, because why do you think that they're holding it from us? Like at this point, with all of the evidence that has been leaked, like from the Netflix series about uh, Bob Lazar, um, the Pentagon saying, yeah, like we've got stuff that's not from this world. Like they're teasing us. Why do you? I think now like, they're doing why it. Why not now? Just be like, yeah, you know what? We've been holding on to it for a while. Um, I know why they did it back in the forties, fifties, sixties, and seventies because of Christianity. Well, it would be a fucking uproar. Yes, and they were scared of uh, scaring people. There's a show with um, Orson Welles called God Almighty. Look War, up, War look of up the Worlds. War of the Worlds. Yes, it was a radio. And show. it was a radio show in 1937. People maybe. killed themselves. Oh, they were scared to fucking death. Like off their whole family and their. They were. They thought it was the end of times. Yeah, because they only they only said that this was a, a broad. This was only like a program twice in the yes. whole thing. But so, anyways, that's one reason that they've scared for all. And then the government just uh, the Cold War had a lot to do with it. We were taking these alien crashes. Let's go ahead and just say it. There's aliens, okay? okay? And they've had crashes, and they've crashed these things. Second one down is the War of the Worlds. There you go. You got it. And, and they've had these, these crashes at Roswell and these other places. There's a place in Ohio. There's a place in Pennsylvania. And there's a place in England that they've, they've had these crashes of these UFOs. And they were trying to, uh, what's it called, back research? Uh, back engineer. Yeah. Re- uh, their, pul- their propulsion. Yeah, the engineering. Reverse engineering is what I'm looking for. They were reverse engineering these things, and they didn't want it, the Russians to know they had them. And <clears throat> that's, that's the whole reason why for so long. Well, now we've got stealth fighters, we've got microchips, we've got everything, and who are we competing against? Right. I mean, we've all got nuclear fucking weapons. I mean, all we can do is push a button, we can all wipe out the world. So this but I, is. But this I don't is, understand, like, why they think, I, like, why would they hold it anymore? Well, the the Q people and the, con, the the conspiracy people say they're fixing to do it because they're trying to cover something else up, and that's the way to get someone distracted. I don't. I don't know why they're doing it now. I don't know why all of a sudden it's something they want to talk about. But they were doing it with Trump too. So like, let's not. No, 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 no. Last I'm fall, not. like they were coming out more and more. But they, and they're going to tell you that time too. They were going to cover. They're trying to cover something else up. Something's always been trying to cover up. That's the everything that happens. The government's well. They're trying to cover this up. I don't buy all that all the time. And then I guess somebody asked Obama about it, and like he got like his whole demeanor just changed. Well, a lot of people they, think he's one of them lizard people. When they asked him about it, and he just like totally. He, he played it very well. Maybe they know that Big Mike's got a pecker, and they don't want anybody to know it. But I I don't 
I don't know what the problem is with it. Um, do you, are you going to think, <clears throat> are you I mean, going to lose any faith but, in the Bible if it come out and they said we have aliens? No, because God, did, in the Bible, it doesn't say anywhere that this was the only place that That's God That's exactly created. right. But th- so that doesn't bother you and your faith? No, 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 no. It doesn't, and it. But that's what they were worried about back a long time ago. That's the same with me. I think we have extraterrestrials or space, whatever the fuck you want to call them, aliens, whatever it is. Otherworldly. But I also believe that Jesus died for my sins. Um, That has nothing to do with that. But that's the thing that back in the day they said would cause a problem. Because the United States was a, a beacon of hope and Christianity for the whole world. Well, now the world's fucked up, so it don't really matter, I guess. Yeah, let's have the aliens. Maybe they can fix some of this shit. But I just, I, I'm not, like, if they came out tomorrow and said, hey, they're all real, I wouldn't be scared. Like, obviously, we've dealt with them for this long and haven't had any issues. So, like, okay. I, I, I don't well, know. Well, I've and got maybe, a story. And, and maybe that's just because of how far, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe there was just, maybe things were Andy Griffith like so many years ago that this would just flip civilization over. Maybe now things are just so topsy-turvy and you got all this other shit going on like, fuck, I got fucking coronavirus. You think I'm going to worry about an alien? I'd be worried more about the sex traffickers than I would be some fucking alien. Yeah, Yeah, like we got bigger fish to fry than a fucking alien Mm. maybe probing me. I had a... I was friends with the guy that's in the CIA Mm -hmm. years ago. We were on a fishing trip and we were talking about stuff one night at a fire. Oh, he was just fucking with you then. No, listen, let me tell you the story. You tell me the story, but I guarantee he's fucking with um, you if you're out of fire. No. <laughs> we've, we've, we've been there for a long time. Anyways, there's two guys in the CIA. Both of them were there. And there was, four, there was four of us on this trip. And one of the guys, we were talking about aliens and stuff. And at this time, Bill Clinton was president. And Bill Clinton had declassified some documents. But you couldn't see them unless you were in a top secret space. Mm-hmm. like something your little brother could see now that we wouldn't see because you got to be in that spot. Well, this guy read about it. He, he was telling me, he said, I read some shit. And he said, I'm going to tell you right now. He said, fucking scared the shit out of me. I said, really? He said, fuck yeah. He said, these motherfuckers are on pictures of milk cans and cartons mm-hmm. and shit. He goes, the motherfuckers, some of them have been zapped up into a fucking spaceship and some shit gone, being gone. done to them. And that's what he said. He goes, he had no reason to lie to me about that shit. He said, I'm telling you right now. He said, after I read that shit, I wish I'd have never read it. He goes, I was thinking, fuck yeah, I can read all these fucking um, mm-hmm. that things they had opened up. And he, had, this guy's got top secret clearance, and he read it, and he told me that. And he couldn't tell me no details, but he said, I'm telling you right now. And that was a long time ago. That was 20, 20 years ago, 25 years ago. Right. Almost 30 years ago, probably. Hell, I'm 50. I was, it was 30 years ago he told me that shit. So, I don't know. I don't. I, I think that we're. I think we'd be pretty naive to think that there's not something else out there. Um, <clears throat> I think we've had some crashed things that have happened that <clears throat> the government's covered up. Uh, there's more and more video coming. I've seen some shit in the sky. I don't know what it was. It was definitely an unidentified flying object. Oh, you see plenty of those. I mean, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. that doesn't mean that that was a. That's what I'm saying. It, I don't know what it was, but it was an unidentified flying object. I've got friends of mine that are pilots that have seen shit. You're flying a, a plane at 40,000 feet, a private jet, and something goes across the fucking sky 25 times faster than you're flying, and you're flying 700 miles an hour. Well, and that's, that's like not that, normal. That's like that uh, Fravor, I think, is what his name is. Like, he's got footage from, like, they're over the, they're over the fucking ocean. And, like, this thing is just, it's here, it's there. It's un, it, basically, I, th- I think what they saw is, like, there's this thing that's hovering over the water, but there's no waves out from below it. And, yeah. and that son of a bitch just, and what, as soon as they knew it was there. And what was that guy flying in? Well, he was in like a fighter jet. Okay, and that's the 
best technology in the world right but now. But they, uh, right? The I guess the headquarters or whatever, like, yeah, we see them there every night. Yeah. But, but I'm saying this guy was in the best, the most right. advanced technologically aircraft we have. Mm-hmm. And it made it look like it was fucking an old jalopy, the way these things were going around it. See, and that's just, you can't make shit like that. So I, I believe there's some stuff. And I'm going to tell you what, there's some, there's some podcasts I have read out there, like the uh, Montauk in New Jersey. There's some really weird shit that's gone on over the years with, with uh, things our government has done and tested and stuff. And a lot of that shit that they know they got from other, from other places. Right. <clears throat> and reverse engineering is one of them. But so, and I guess that's all that uh, Bob Lazar was doing was, was trying to reverse engineer that thing. Yeah, and he was a smart, smart, smart man. Mm-hmm. I can... Oh, fuck. That'd be so crazy. Just that, you know, you're listening to the radio one night, and, like, you miss where they say, okay, and up next, ladies and gentlemen, is War of the Worlds by Orson Welles. And you catch, like, the middle of that, and it's just a fucking radio broadcast of them being like, shit's just anarchy in New York City. Oof. One guy asked us about our thoughts on the stimulus checks and why the reasoning for giving the stimulus checks during the pandemic last year, the stimulus checks were there to give people some money because people were out of work and it wasn't their fault. The government gave quit them all, just shut them down. I think now the stimulus checks is more about buying votes. I think that if we went, followed science, like the state of Texas is everybody's going back to work. Texas has done away with their extra uh, unemployment. Like hell, I think there's 10 or 15 States now have done that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a good thing, but uh, I think that I don't think I think they fucked up when they gave those people all that money for unemployment. I mean, when you're getting six hundred dollars every week extra or four hundred dollars on top of your unemployment, so if your unemployment should have been three hundred and fifty dollars a week and you're getting fifteen hundred every two weeks because the government's giving you this extra money, then or eighteen hundred every two weeks, something's wrong. Why would you go back to work? Right. When you're making more money to stay home than you are to work, that's our problem. That's why there's not a lot of jo- a lot of places are open, and now the business owners are struggling because of it. And I think it's time we get out away from that. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, you know, this is you're incentivizing people to stay at home. Yes, I mean, pretty cut and dry. And I think this is the case, uh, maybe against a universal basic income. I know a lot of people are kind of pushing that now. Give people just enough to where they can not have to worry about necessities. But I think people would just end up, you know, living in squalors. I saw an interesting thing uh, talking about poor people. Uh, Did you know that marriage is becoming less and less common amongst poor people? Marriage is a rich person's game. Boy, that's no shit. Did you know that? <laughs> it's a game, is what you called it. It's a rich person's. It's a. It's a only only middle to upper class people engage in marriage. I have. It's like thirty percent amongst lower class. I people. haven't thought about that, but there's a lot of babies, mamas, and babies, daddies out there that aren't married, and, and that's why. When I think of more people that I know that are more in our tax bracket, maybe should that be the word I use? It went. Most from, of them are married. But it went from it, it's only dropped from eighty two percent amongst high high class people, whatever tax bracket eighty two to it dropped from eighty two to eighty percent. It dropped from sixty eight to sixty percent in lower class, and or middle class, and then I can't remember what it dropped to. And it's at thirty eight percent. So thirty eight percent of all poor people, and that's all that's married. Mm-hmm. How many of them got kids? 
Probably most of them. Did you know, speaking of that, and I read this today, that the, uh, the our population's in a big decline. I told you that I under- fucking two weeks ago. I understand. You I stand. I listened to more about it. I read about it today. Okay. Andy, I don't always listen to everything you say because you're not always right. <laughs> what have I been wrong about in the last two weeks? Well, maybe in the two weeks you haven't, but the 312 weeks before that doing this podcast, there's a lot. <laughs> Anyways, um, and it was talking about that, you know what the new, the most populated country in the world is going to be in the next 10 years? Give me a second. Hmm. It's not China. Is it an Arab country? It's not an Arab country either. Venezuela. Nigeria is going to overtake oh, yeah. China in population in the next 10 years. And why is that? Because of agriculture? They still have five, six, seven kids. Ah. Makes sense. China is having less kids than they do people. We're getting a point in the world right now where the average couple is getting down to 2.1 kids for a family now. Well, it don't take long till that 2.1 is 1.8, and that's less than the mom and the dad. Right. So it starts going down real fast. And they said what's going to happen is, they said in the next 30 years in the United States, we're going to see some huge problems. And one of the problems is, who's going to take care of stuff? Yes. The workforce is going to be gone. There's not going to be young people working at McDonald's. There's not going to be young people driving trucks and delivering shit. There's not going to be very many of them left. I've told you all of these things. The biggest problem we're going to have as a society is there's not going to be enough people for, yes. the, for the demand. That's right, and that's that's what the article. But is nobody about. wants to listen to me. Well, they have good reason. You fucked up so many times on here; they don't really believe you. So now I'm, I'm going ahead and giving a booster to your thoughts. That's right. But that was a very interesting thought. But anyways, back to what you were talking about. You were talking about uh, men and women not getting married no more. Well, fuck, there's well, so many goddamn gay people now well, too. It's a rich person's game, is what it is. Oh. Well, if you had all the gay people out there that ain't getting married, that also, or does that count as gay marriage? I don't think we got more gay people than we have. You don't think there's more well, gay people now than there were 100 years ago? I think gay people 100 years ago just got married. There you go. They're not yeah. getting married. Okay. I'll, I mean, I'll go with or that. Or were I mean, your facts I, I think counting that they were in gay marriage? Gay. No, I don't think so. I, I, I don't know. I can't tell you. So you don't yes think, you, no. I think there's more gay people now than there was 100 years ago. I think they're the, I think there's the same amount of gay people, but. Um, socially accepted now? It's socially accepted now, so they... Do you think there's as many transgender people now as there was 100 oh, years fuck. ago? I don't know. There was cross-dressers a long time ago, so... There's not like there is. Not well, could you be a transgender bullshit. a long time ago? Like, they didn't have the surgery. You probably got your ass beat at my school growing up. Well, yeah. It, yeah. No. But I, I do think that a lot of gay people 100 I years don't, ago, 200 years ago... Do you know a just, transgender person right now? No. You know, I had to, I've got a good friend of mine that's gay. Mm-hmm. And uh, we chased storms the other day. How good a friend? He's a good friend of mine. Real good. nice guy. Excellent. And, and we talked about the gay. We talked about gay straight stuff. And we talked about God damn it. What? What I say wrong? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just picturing this conversation. Y'all are chasing tornadoes. Yeah. And it turns to like, hey, gay straight stuff. I did. I want to ask some questions, so I asked. Okay. That's the only way you find anything out. I agree with you, but like, not, you're alone in a fucking I'm not car homophobic. looking for your. I'm not saying that you are. <clears throat> I'm just trying to picture this tornado chasing outing where you're looking for a nader. And there's a lot of dead time chasing tornadoes. Fuck, let me I, tell you. I guarantee you. It's so, just you and him in the car, and, and you're so like, "Hey, guess we're talking me. about gay, okay, gay stuff." I guess I, I'm not trying to be rude, but anyways, we're talking about. It, and I told him, I said, "You know what?" I said, "You know where we're, we're we're losing people like me." I'm a conservative guy, and I don't have a problem with gay marriage at all. 
I don't have a problem with two gay people adopting a child and give a child a good home. There's too many shitty fucking parents out there. Anything that's good for the kid. I don't mind. I don't want you to raise that kid that has to be gay. I want the kid to be himself. But I said, I don't have problems with gay. But I said, I have a problem with the transgender shit. And that's where you lose me. L-G-B-T-Q-A-B-Z-D. They keep adding shit to it. I'm all for you as a gay person having every right I have. But I'm not into the transgender shit. And I said, that's when you start losing people like me. Mm-hmm. And he agreed. This article. And that's why you're not going to even mention that. Huh? Or discuss it. I bring it up and you didn't even have a response I'm to what to, I'm trying to I'm say. Try, I'm trying to read and do all this other stuff. Yes, you do lose me with. Uh, the transgender stuff. Yeah. Who's more fucked up than, than, than Bruce Jenner, whatever his name is? Kyle, what's that's, his name? That's the governor of California, Kendall? Well, No, what's his name? Not Kendall. That's the daughter. The hot daughter, too. Caitlin. Caitlin. What a weird fucker, Future though. governor of California. Yeah, and I hope he wins, but now the gay people, or the transgender people, don't like him. They don't like him. He's a Republican. They, they, they sold him out. Yeah. But, um, but, but he's not a big into the transgender shit either, I guess. A couple things. Gay people find themselves in... There's more violence amongst gay people. Yep, they'll tell you that. So... the I was told homicidal people. Was the word I was used told. Not just crazy people, but homicidal. Homocidal? Ho- homicidal. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it, it, it's, you know, it's not, it's, it's a tough road. I mean, no matter how socially acceptable it is, like, you still. The, there, there's no doubt about that at all. But I don't, I'm not a, I don't have any problems with it at all. But you lose me when you start getting, when the, when the gay rights people go so far left on this damn transgender bullshit, a man don't need to be in the bathroom with a little girl. No. If that guy wants to wear a fucking dress, I don't give a two shit. He looks like a fucking idiot. Knock yourself out. Mm-hmm. But I have a problem with you forcing this shit down our kids' lives. and Like this drag queen for kids your wife was telling me about the other day. That was, yeah, PBS Kids. Yeah. And fucking have, drag queen in a commercial. That's fucking ridiculous. You know, these are kids. Let a kid, let a kid be a kid till he's ten or twelve years old. It's being a kid's hard, anyways. These days, jeez, they get so much shit thrown at them that so half, over half of them are from a broken home. Fuck yeah, it's hard for a kid to go sit in a classroom and be around kids of his own. I'm sure there's some some neighborhoods out there still in America that you've got eighty to ninety percent or mom and dad homes and kids live a really good life and they have a good solid. I don't even sheltered life. But, my God, there's just not much of that anymore out there. And, I mean, with the divorce rate like it is, you know. And there's some. Kids are already having a tough. Most of them are not from a nucleus family anyway. No, it's it's very rare now. It's tough to be a kiddo. Yeah, it is. It's hard to be a kid. It really is. And I feel sorry for them. But let them be innocent and stuff. Don't force this shit on them on TV. 80% of black children are raised in a single-parent home. And 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 that's one one of the. Two-thirds of all children who mothers have less than a high school education. It's There's just, a lot of fucking problems just in that sentence that's, right there. That's exactly what the problem more is. Than half of, uh, more than half of Hispanics' births are out of wedlock, as are 28%. It's almost 30%. Ca- Caucasian births are out of wedlock, up 2% from, from up not, 2% in 1960. Up from 2%. Up from 2% I'm 2%. sorry, up from 2% wow. in 1960. In 1960, only 2% of the white kids born in this country... Had a mom, didn't have a mom and a dad at home, and that's twenty eight percent. Gosh, a quarter almighty. over a quarter of a uh, over a quarter. And that one little kid, that was a kid from life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great show. You don't. <laughs> Who's the pappy? Yeah. I'm the pappy. 
But I mean, Jesus. <laughs> That's from 2% to 28% in, in 60 50 years. 50 years. A 20, 60 years. Just not a, in, in an old person's lifetime. lifetime. Basically in my lifetime. Yeah. That's that's middle age then. That's hard to believe. That we have but two divorce wasn't socially acceptable back then either. They need to make moms m- were not working like they are now. I, I I really believe that introducing women to the workforce has caused a lot of these problems because um this is gonna sound terrible. Oh, I can't wait because you're going down that road, but you're you're being honest. This is gonna sound terrible, but women are more on an equal footing with men. Um, you know, so it was much easier to have a subservient wife when all she did was take quaaludes and drink a beer at night and stay home with the kids. Now, you know, it's a weird deal. Like, you think about the office, and, you know, you got a woman and a man working in a cubicle next to one another, and she's with that dude more than she is her own husband. So, like, how can infidelity not just skyrocket more? We've got... And, I mean, that's an experiment that's never been played out before in human history. 1960-whatever was kind of when this in, was when this experiment first started. We've got too many, too many single moms. Way too many of them. We don't have enough people raising their kids going to church. We don't have enough people involved in their children's lives. And we have too much fucking iPhones and internet and all that other bullshit. But I think back in the 60s, a woman couldn't leave. Most of them probably couldn't. You're probably right. But now they've got financial independence to where if they're unhappy in a relationship. Watch Mad Men. That'll show you. They've got a job. And they've got most, a lot of women have a career that they can fall back on. And if they don't like the way things are going at home, it's a lot easier to leave because they have that luxury that the women 60 years ago didn't have. Well, if getting married was as, was as, as easy, I mean, as hard as getting a divorce is, we wouldn't have as many problems either. Um, I don't... Marriage is a hard deal, and the only people that know that are people that are married. I mean, as a man, if you're married, you're going to be wrong 30% of the time on shit you don't even have anything to do with just because that's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Or it is in my marriage and every other guy I know around me that's been married. And for a woman, you know, how many women do you know that are basically stay-at-home moms? Not many. I mean, when when y'all grew up, how many of your friends had stay-at-home moms? Mm, Not many. I think back to... Y'all If you look at my core group of friends, not many. You were the only one probably, weren't you? Yeah. But how many moms of your friends were stay-at-home moms? Um... More than well, you, would, you more than you would up, think. You grew I grew up, up in the seventies. Well, and you grew up in a poor neighborhood. I did, and um, but we had more. Sin- we had a lot of. I also, though, I grew up in a poor neighborhood, but I grew up with a lot of uh, kids that had a mom and dad at home, that had a good family structure, and I grew up with a lot of kids that are very successful. We grew up poor, but we learned how to work, and you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It was a different. It was a different world, but there was there was a lot of moms that were home. I had a lot of. My mom wasn't because she had to work all the time because my parents were divorced, but. A lot of my a lot of my friends' parents were were married, had a mom and dad at home, and that mom was the mom that come to school and bake the cakes, and you know, like your mom was. Mm-hmm. And I always knew when I got married, that's what I wanted to have, and I want my grandkids to have that. I wonder if this is why. I mean, uh, I'm answering my own question here, but it says eighty percent of black children are being raised in a single parent home. 
Well, it's got to be why gangs are so prevalent. That's their family. Well, and they don't have a father figure, so mom's out working or doing whatever she's doing. So there's no father figure. There's no mother. So they get in with these guys that are, you know, promising them this this life of and that 80% know, basically being a man and they get tangled up in these gangs and that's got to be why it's so uh, prevalent. That's why little homicide was shooting at that guy at three in the morning. That's right. 80% of black kids are raised by, being raised by a single parent. Mm-hmm. How many of them are being raised by big mama though? Their grandparents. So that's another problem I think that we have in this country. And I've pissed some people off when I say this, but if you're a grandparent raising your grandkid, there's a good chance you fucked up raising your own kid. Not all cases, because I've had that pointed out to me. And no, not every case is that same, is the same. But there are a lot of people that are raising their grandkids that done a shitty job raising their parents. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're raising their grandparents, their grandkids. Yeah. Two-parent homes are important. They're hard to find. How many, did, how many kids do you think in Reese's class come from two-parent homes? I don't know. Very many? You think half of them? Prob- yeah, probably. Probably. Um. Oh, well, it's just uh it's a it's an interesting uh it's an interesting time that we find ourselves in. Yes it is. Um geez. Up from two percent in just sixty years ago. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. Um What do you think? I, I got a question. I'm gonna change the subject now. Jeffrey Epstein's guides or guides, the guards. Mm-hmm. Have their had have admitted that they falsified documents on him, but they weren't going to file no charges on him. Why would you do that as a prosecutor? They're not going to file. Charges? No, they're not going. To, no charges are filed on him, but they admitted that they falsified documents. They haven't told us what documents they falsified yet. Right. But how how do you have two fuck sticks in there that are falsifying deals, guarding the most important person you got in your fucking prison? You go the second one. It's that. It's the second one right there. Epstein guards falsified. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I don't. We'll skirt jail time. The first one is the New York Post. We'll go down. No, I see it. It says, uh, but you know, New York Post, the Insider. So what did they falsify? Well, if you'll click on it, does we'll it be able say? To know. Well, if you'll click on that first one right there, right there, skip on this. Care if it's New York Post, to see what it says. A federal guard responsible for monitoring Jeffrey Epstein the night of the he killed himself. The two two jail employees. Well, fucking, well, you fucked that up. The two jail employees tasked with guarding pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. Blah blah blah. Will skirt time behind bars under a deal with prosecutors. Tova Noel and Michael Thomas admit that they willingly and knowingly lied on form stating that they'd made the required rounds checking on inmates. So basically, they got paid to fucking not go look at him for a while, probably, if I'm guessing. You think so? Fuck yes. It was a set-up deal. Or do you think that it was just happy, happy timing? No. No? Fuck no. The motherfucker had something on Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton's got 250 fucking deaths, people, Kendi. Some some bitch was going to test fight Whitewater, got killed in a car wreck. Shit happens around them. No. You think he killed himself by himself? No. Do you think he's dead? Yes. You do think I he's did. dead? I think he's dead. I ain't, to, I ain't so sure he's dead. I hope he's dead. Well, I, I hope he is too. It right? has been a... If, it has, if he's not dead, he's been having a hell of a time. Oh, yeah. He's big time. He's got no toenails, no fingernails. Probably ain't got a fucking hair on his head anymore. What do you mean? 
He's being fucking tortured if he's still Fuck alive. Fuck that shit. If he if he's if he's alive, he's living on some fucking island banging 12-year-olds. You think so? If he's alive, he is. You think that the Clintons got him out of that prison and was just like, yeah, go have fun. If he had a kill switch on him where if something happened to him, it was going to start flooding the, the world with information, yes. Kill switch? I don't know what the world you would call it, a booby trap or something. You don't you think, think... You think that he had it set up with that Maxwell lady to where if I die... Maybe not her, maybe somebody else somewhere else. So she knows he's alive, in your mind? If he's alive, she knows he's alive. I don't know if he's alive or not. I wouldn't be shocked. But if he's if he dead, then that stuff should have come out. I said, we're having two different conversations here. You said, no, we're having the same conversation. No, you said, do you think he's alive? I said, I think if, he's been tortured. If, if he's, he's al- I said, if he's alive, I think he's living the life of luxury. Really? If he's alive, why else would do they you get think, him out to torture him? Do you think he got himself out then? No. You don't think so? No, I think the deep state got him out if he's out. Really? Yeah, if he's got all the fucking money. Uh, He had some money, but he was awful tight with fucking uh, Bill Gates. See, and that's why I think think they dealt with him. Well, if he was going to just kill him, if that's what you're going to do. I think they did. Well, okay. He didn't kill himself is what I said earlier. No, he had help. So if but Somebody I tied the rope. But I said I would not be surprised if he's alive somewhere living somewhere. And I and I and I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if Osama bin Laden's alive. See, there you go. I don't, why would you shoot throw his ass off of a fucking boat? So that you don't memorialize him. One person's alive still that was in that whole team. Everybody else got killed. Well, it's a dangerous profession. And I don't know one Navy SEAL that goes around bragging about his shit except the one fucker that shot him. Then there's been a bunch of guys that wrote a book. No Easy Day was written. I don't know if that guy's still alive. I think he's out of the teams. But, yeah, you got the one guy. He's, you know, he's everywhere. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think that I'm the That was only weird, person. too. So I read that fucking book. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was No Easy Day. Look it up. I can't remember exactly what they said, but... Um, Mark Owen. No, was it him? But it was basically like the man who shot Bin Laden. And then I read the fucking book, and it's like the guy didn't even fucking... He didn't even pull the trigger. It was that Robert O'Neill guy. The first-hand account of mission of the mission that killed Osama Bin Laden. So I, I bought that book. Like, how did he get a book deal before... Robert O'Neill, who pulled the trigger. I don't know. All I know is... Like, all this was about, like, I don't know, it's just a crazy deal that this guy got it through the Pentagon first, and he was just on the mission. When Hussein died, there was pictures of him. Where's he buried at? Um, They dumped his ass at sea, too, didn't they? I don't don't know. I can't tell you, but they had pictures of him. They had pictures of him. They had pictures of Osama bin Laden. I have yet to see a picture of that dead motherfucker... With some people around getting their pictures made with the V sign or some shit like you would if uh, death photo. My fucking search engine, I am telling you what. If they come knocking on doors, Jeff, right there. It looks like a goddamn 7-Eleven clerk that got the shit beat out of him. Well, Jeff, I mean, I don't know what you want from me. I don't. I Okay, the motherfucker's dying his beard because look at him in the picture with his fucking beard all gray and shit. Like they said sh- he was. They said he did dye his beard. Why? Fucking he, Pakistan was hiding him. He didn't have to hide. Because he was making videos. For who? To send out. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. Why Jeff. would he Why would he cut his beard? Make him look better? Yes. That fucking it's picture right there? all I, about appearances. I don't, I don't think so. Maybe I, not. I don't know. I don't know if he's dead or not, but I have a hard time believing it. Because, again, I don't trust our fucking government. I don't know. But 
And I was disappointed in that No Easy Day book. And then, like a year later, fucking Robert O'Neill comes out and he's like, oh yeah, it's Trigger Guy. Like, what the fuck did I spend two weeks reading this fucking book for? You And that's when, and I was really pissed off when I got to the end. And the guy was like, yeah, I was just around the corner and saw it all happen. Jesus. Osama terrible. bin Laden was worth $100 million. Really? Yep. You can get a whole lot of shit done when you got $100 million. Now, what is that? Like donations? <laughs> no, his family owned a bunch of oil shit. Really? Yeah. Fighting with with uh, guns that we gave the Russians, wasn't it? I'm sure probably so, and a bunch of other shit that's sold by our CIA to people. If we want to settle up solution up there, what we do is we give all them fucking countries some nuclear weapons that shoot about five miles. Let them just fucking burn each other's ass up. We'll see where Saddam Hussein was buried. Buried in his hometown. Really? Yep. Well, the reason that they said Bin Laden was dumped at sea is so that they didn't have a place for these people to go. They got a place. They can go to Mecca or wherever the fuck it is. But it ain't the place where Osama Bin Laden's buried. Maybe they should have done that. It'd be easy to just fucking find all these people. They just When they come to Bin Laden's thing to... Blow them up. You know, praise be to Allah. Well, there you go. There's your future fucking terrorists. Take his ass. Take his ass up. Um, so, Saddam, what, they got him for what, like, war crimes? For, like, gassing the people? Yeah, genocide. Really? Yeah, to the Kurds, I believe. I thought it was to his own people. No, the Sunnis and the Kurds. I don't know. I don't know all the tribal stuff over there. I think it's the Kurds, though, that they killed all of. But he's a fucking dictator. You could do the same thing to the guy in Venezuela. You could do the same thing. You could but do it that, to but Putin I, if you wanted to. I'm asking you why we're not. Why was he the guy that we broke down the door? <sighs> well, he fucked the Bush family over. But I, that's what I'm saying. Is it all political? No. Like, they, he took a shot at Bush Sr., didn't he? I don't remember that. They, they've, they've, it was a bad regime over there. And I, I can't get into all the politics of there because I'm well, going to say something wrong. But, but what about Cuba? Like, Cuba's never really been has not, not caused us any problems, really. That, but we were Bay always going after Castro. Yeah, we were, but the Bay of Pigs, they settled all that shit, kind of. They just kind of just put a boycott on them, and Russia stayed the fuck away from there. I don't know. It just it, it, It's interesting that Saddam was the guy that we spent so much time and money and well, effort going Cuba after. don't have something that he did. But we've not we've not squashed the shit in Venezuela. They don't have, well, Venezuela's got a lot of oil, but that's what that's about. Oil? Oil. That's what that whole fucking thing in the Middle East. That's the whole Middle East. The Middle East ain't nothing but a fucking cat box. If it wasn't for oil, nobody would give two shits if them fuckers even were breathing over there. Mm. That's what it's all about. We love Israel because of Jesus. The rest of those places over there are nothing more than a goddamn cat box. We love Israel because of Jesus. That's it. That's the whole thing. The, the, the rest of that place over there, nobody has no use for it. You know? When's the last time you heard somebody wanting to go to Egypt? People go see the pyramids all the time, yeah. Not like they used to, probably. Well, it's probably fucking dangerous. As an American, I wouldn't go over there. And when, but when I was growing up, going to see the pyramids, and the, the Muslims didn't control all that shit back then. Oh. You know, they had a... I, see, I'm going to get into history, and I don't know much about the Middle East history. Well, maybe you should but read a little Egyptian, bit more. It's, it's fucking off It's not... It's, I'm reading some books right now, but none of that... I'm reading a book called... Um, about the Indians right now, about the Comanches, and I'm fixing to read a book I just ordered about pirates. Well, that'll be interesting. And, it, and, I, and I'm really looking forward to the pirate book. It should be here today. Matter of fact, I hope it came in today. I'll start reading it tonight. And I just finished the rest of that book about Fort Griffith. That's a damn good book. What book is it? The book that uh, Bucky Nail's mom got me. 
Very, very, very good book. Well, she didn't give it to me. I borrowed it. It's a damn good book. It was called The Flat, too. That's what I was trying to think of. That's what they called it was The Flat. Really? And it was a very interesting book. Now, is all that shit still standing? Yeah, I believe so. Fort Griffin. Oof. It was I a, bet. It was a rough fucking place, I'm telling you. Well, and just the pirates, too. There was a series on Netflix that I almost watched not too long ago. I didn't ago, like it. You didn't? No, it was like... It seemed uh, too... It was car- like cartoonish and stuff. Yeah. And I just, it lost. I didn't... But it looked, the, the commercial looked good for it. Yes, but I started watching it, and it was, I didn't like it. Because I turned it on, and I made it like halfway through an episode, and I was like, Darr. I mean, you probably quit about the same place. I don't know about this. It I, seems a little. I didn't like it. Seems a little over. They could, make a, they could make a series like Deadwood on Fort Griffin, or they could make a movie about it. Is that good? There was a lot of shit, a lot of shit went on there. A lot of Indian battles. Uh, no, the Indians were. Trying they, they to took take in, they took Indians there and made it as they had a reservation close by there. That's what Zach was talking about. And uh, they had an Indian reservation there. Yep, and they had a lot of they had this town. It was a rough fucking town. It was a buffalo killing town. Is what it basically was. And they shipped hides to Fort Worth from there. And they had a they had a, a fort there, and the 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 army would go there, and the army used that as an outpost. And they even told that buffalo hunters one time you could only stay within stay within forty miles of the fort. And the fuck they'd go on out, they'd go hundred miles out and shit. <clears throat> but they had all them big fifty cows and stuff, and they'd shoot them fucking Indians from a mile away. Really? Yeah, it was, it's interest. It's interesting stories about that place. But How would you like to be a fucking sheriff in like the Wild West? Days? That was they, their sheriff. They went through a lot of sheriffs. I'm sure they just fucking and kill the guy. They uh, matter of fact, you can go to Albany to their courthouse right now, and you can pull up uh, dockets from back then. Really? Uh huh. And and read all about this shit that went on. And prostitution was le- illegal, but they would arrest them about once a year. And they'd find them a hundred dollars. They then they let them go. It's kind of like paying a, a mafia money, the protection. Right. By eighteen seventy, a very rough town called the Flat sprang up just north of Fort Griffin, which eventually became a stop off point for cattle drives headed to Dodge City, Kansas. Yeah, it was rough, rough place. Gunfighters of the old west drifted through there, including White Earp, Doc Holliday. Dave Rudaba, Pat Garrett. That was a weird deal, too. Some major prostitutes come through there, too. Really? Some rough old gals. And a prostitute was age 15 to 30. And by 30, she either lost her teeth, her looks, or her life. That's what it said? Yeah, she was out on her own by then, just about. Unless they'd gotten weighed up by taking... And they had a lot of problems. A lot of Buffalo soldiers went there. What was that old movie where the guy... Was it Unforgiven, Clint Eastwood, where he got the prostitute? I think he married the prostitute. She cut her face all up, and then Clint Eastwood goes. Oh, that on was like, on. De- that was on uh, the the train movie. Um, God dang, what's the name of that show? There was a movie. Hell on she- Wheels. The same thing. I didn't it's watch it's got to be the same. The same story, just told in a different movie. Because th- that gal there was sleeping with a black guy, and she got her face cut up. And um, same but, same type deal. But though. the guy like what? Marked her. I just wouldn't. You see these movies, and the guy marries the like the prostitute that's on her way out. Like, uh, I'm good there. Well, does he want to go home and masturbate the rest of his life, or have some? That's what they're thinking about. I would masturbate. Well, back then they didn't care. Yeah, you wouldn't. Oh, hold on. You got to put your mindset back then. Oh, I'm. The, there wasn't a prim do. and proper girl there. You were just fine. To get you a poke or whatever they said on. Uh, what's that show? Uh, I tell you what, I watched this weekend while the kids were. Larry McMurtry show. Lonesome Dove? Lonesome Dove. Get a poke. The show that I watched this weekend was Open Range. 
I don't know if I've seen that. You haven't seen Open Rain with Kevin that. Costner and Robert Duvall. Probably not, because I can't stand either one of them cocksuckers, but they're both great you actors. You fucking want, you love Yellowstone. They're both great actors. I didn't say what that. What has Robert Duvall ever done to Oh, he's, a, he's another fucking liberal fucker. Well, before he was a liberal fucker. He's been in some really good stuff. I like Robert Duvall a lot better than I do fucking De Niro. Open Range is a great movie. I'm not going to say the best Western, because I will get into some serious shit. But... What a fucking show. Anyways, they could make a movie about this place. It's a really interesting story. The Buffalo Soldiers were there. The Buffalo Soldiers had a lot of trouble because they wanted to go to the bars and they weren't allowed to go there because they was black. And then they bring in some black prostitutes and they fight each other. The Buffalo Soldiers were black? Yeah, that's what Buffalo Soldiers are. That's what they called them. They were the first. What? Buffalo. So they weren't. They were called Buffalo Soldiers. It was a I'm regiment. Of, Buffalo Hunters. No, Buffalo Soldiers. And they were black. They were a black regiment. Of the of the Union Army, I believe. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna. Someone's gonna. Trevor you Shanahan just read the is fucking gonna, book. I, 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 I'm just. I'm trying to remember. I've I've read a bunch of books lately. Trevor Shanahan will be picking me apart on this shit. Anyways, I believe the Buffalo Hunters were the first regiment of black soldiers from the Confederacy, not for the Confederacy, for the Union. I think they signed up to fight. Buffalo Soldiers, first one or history. What does it say? Well, you have to pull it up a little bit. My eyes ain't that it. fucking good. Pull it up. The 9th Cavalry Regiment. No one knows for certain why, but the soldiers of the all-black 9th and 10th Cavalry were dubbed Buffalo Soldiers by the Native Americans. They encounter one theory claims the nickname arose because the soldiers' dark curly hair resembled the fur of a buffalo. That's a little racist. racist fuckers? fuckers? My Mothers. goodness. Damn. Those Indians? Prairie guys, I'm telling you. Holy Another assumption is the soldiers fought so valiantly and fierce that the Indians remember them as the mighty buffalo. Whatever the reason, the name stuck. The African regiment formed in 1866. <laughs> Fucking. Yeah, they were, the, they were with the U.S. Army. Bla- I'm thinking of Blazing Saddles. His <laughs> 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 hair looks like a yeah. buffalo hide. <laughs> You know they. Uh, what the fuck? Did you you see, fucking racist Indians! I'm you, telling you. Did you see where Blazing Saddles is coming back now? No, they're not. Yep. Yes, they are. They're taking out all the things that's politically correct. Movie's gonna be three minutes long now. They're not doing that. That's the great. That's one of the funniest fucking movies ever. Anyways, their hair reminded them of buffalo hide. Yep. Anyways, they were they were there at Fort Griffin, and they had a lot of fights with the white ones. But they were the they were better soldiers because they were more uh, a lot more disciplined. Right. And so they would they would listen to the 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 white major or whatever that would run them and would go back, but they had a lot, they had some problems with them. That's crazy. And they were supposed to be some tough bastards too. Oh, I'm sure. What just anybody in that time had to be just oh man tough as tough even, as nails. Even the prostitutes. Even the prostitutes. Did they have contraception back then? <coughs> yeah, they, I know you, the pirates said they what like goat skin. He used goat intestines. Goat intestines. Yeah, the. The Muslims come up with the goat intestines, and then in 1420, the English, they they, they mastered it because they actually took the intestine out of the goat first uh, to use it. No, uh, I think it, yeah, but that's what they used was goat skins. Mm-hmm. And they'd, they'd wash them, and they'd use them over and over again. You could loan them to your buddies. Sex just does not sound fun. Could you imagine the nasty water and shit even back then? Because listen here, at Fort Griffin... The old prostitutes, when they were done and they couldn't bring in their bucks and shit, they'd go live At on 30. the they'd go live on the, in the shanties along the river. And they said that clear fork of the river had shanties on both sides of it, hmm. where they were just living. It was washing, taking shits, pissing, and everything in that water. And that's where they lived at, and that's where that, that's how they survived. And 
it was cold some winters. I had a couple of cold winters. But that area, the Fort Griffith was only there like five years. Yeah. I remember <clears> that with Bucky. And then they shot all the fucking buffaloes and they'd go on down the road or they, they quit shooting them. And you know that uh, there was a faction of people in the world, in our country, that wanted to, sh- to, to make it illegal to shoot buffaloes. Hmm. And... Back then there was? And the politicians were like, well, that's, yeah, that's great. We need to do something, blah, blah, blah. In the back rooms, it's like, fuck that. If you get, rid of, if you get rid of all them buffaloes, we'll, we'll get rid of all them Indians. Right. And that was, their, that was the whole plan is to let them shoot all them buffaloes yeah. because we can line the prairies with cattle. Right. We can eat. Yeah. You know, but if we get rid of that, we're going to get rid of all of our Indian problems. So it was, a, it was a consorted effort to get rid of a bunch of fucking buffaloes. It's just amazing to me that we've carved this out of that there's there was as much 150 years as much crooked shit going on then as there is now it would just everybody didn't know about it if you watch everything from the way that the railroads were developed and in the towns that got railroads and the towns that didn't get railroads people greased them yeah and there was there was towns that sprung up that were really really big that nobody knows nothing about no more because the railroad went to dallas texas instead right you know Fort Worth was a big town because it was a fort and it got a and it got railroad service. Um, Wichita Falls got a railroad before Burke Burnett did, I guess. I, I mean, I don't know the whole all the history, but there's a lot of towns that are smaller towns. It's because they never got the railroad service. Yeah, and that was with the link between you know the link to the world. Mm-hmm. If you had a railroad service, then it was like having a fucking car and internet and everything else. But that's just you know it's not not terribly long ago. No, it was a. It was a very interesting time. What's that, three old people ago? Four old people ago? Yep. My dad told me when he was a kid that he knew a guy that fought in the trenches in World War One. So it would that be... That lived in his town. Right. That guy's dad could have been one of these people from back then. Right. Because that's the 1870s, 1866. So World War Two, World War One was what, 1918? 18, yeah. So... You know, and, and Dad knew a guy that was in the trenches at Germany. So it would have been his dad. It would, could have been his dad could have been that way. That's you know, crazy. My grandpa was 100 years old when he died, 99 and 11 months. Mm-hmm. And the things that he could talk about to me were crazy because he was born in 1917, I believe, if I'm, if I'm right, on my dates are right, 1917. So he saw the invention. He of, saw everything. Yeah, the automobile maybe. They, there were some cars then before 1917, but basically... They were shitty. Yes. I mean, he saw the car. He saw airplanes. Radio, TV. Ra- radio, TV. They had telegraph before he was born. But, Internet. Well, in 1986, I asked him about a VCR. And I told him, we went to their house for something. I said, I wanted to do something. My cousin, I was like, yes, we'll go rent a movie. I said, Grandpa, where's y'all's VCR? Huh? <laughs> I said, where's your VCR? He said, yeah. God damn, I'm 71 years old. I ain't got time to learn all these fancy contraptions. <laughs> the fuck he lived to be until there wasn't even, there was no use to have a VCR he lived so long. He outlived the VCR. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and I asked him about a cell phone one time. He he, t- he said, let me give you my cell phone. I go, you got a cell phone? Oh, well, yeah, well, I wouldn't have one. But, well, fuck, you didn't want a VCR. 1986, you didn't have time yeah. to learn all this new shit. And then he was he told me about two years before he passed away, he said, you know, I said, how are you feeling? I He's, wish I'd have got that VCR. He goes, my knee, my knees are... My knee's bothering me real bad. My right knee, it just swells up on me sometimes. I said, well, what did the doctor say? He goes, what do you mean? I said, well, did you tell the doctor about it? And he'd say, Jesus Christ, Jeff, why, why am I going to tell the doctor about that? I'm 96 years old. He ain't supposed to live this long. Some bitches are just wore out. 
Did you watch the the last uh, blockbuster on Netflix? No, that was saw another that. good one. Is it good? I it saw that. Good. The you saw the no last? no 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 no. I saw that on the oh, queue yeah. the other day. It was Are good. you still using my Netflix account? Yeah. That's it. They've done That's so well. Why? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I saw that on the queue the other well, day. You should watch it if it's there. If it's still there, it, it was in there yesterday or two days ago. I mean, I'm all so, watching Netflix. I've been watching Amazon Prime, and I went over to Netflix. I've been watching a lot of documentaries instead of reading. But I but I read I, I read an interesting deal the other day on um the the author from Baltimore, Edgar Allan Poe. Mm-hmm. He was a very interesting, weird, complex he was guy. A weird guy. Alcoholic, married his cousin, mm-hmm. really was, fucked up, and had some bad bad luck too. But that, that he's an interesting, interesting cat. Well, you don't write the poetry that he did not be a little off. Oh, he was really fucked up. Um, but anyway, a lot of people say that Netflix killed Blockbuster. Of course, Netflix it did. Made, mm, no. They bet on the the financial crash killed Blockbuster in 2008. They were overextended Okay. on all these brick-and-mortar stores. And actually, Blockbuster was on the way to being Netflix. Where they were going to do streaming and stuff? They were going to do streaming and stuff. They the financial collapse in '08 happened. They were overextended on all these stores, and you know, just the well, they, upkeep. Of didn't everything. they own the Miami Dolphins? I don't know. I, I think the guy owned. That. I think who was the guy that owned it? Was it Wayne Hazanga? Hazanga went it own it. I don't know. But basically, that was what killed Blockbuster, not Netflix, because at that time Netflix was sending um, DVDs in the mail. I remember those when we first signed up for them. Yeah. Because pain, I still had to pay for a fucking video one time that somebody borrowed and didn't send back. But I guess, uh, so like the the major, the thing that set Blockbuster apart was they made a deal with the movie company that, hey, we'll give you, I think they gave them a portion of the rentals. So like if you, so like the video store in town that we used to have. KC Video. They would have to pay like $100 for a new video. Well, you're only going to buy one or two of those. Blockbuster went to these movie companies and said, hey, we'll give you a portion of your rentals if we can buy the movie for like $1.50 or something like that. So that's how they got like 20 new movies. Oh, that was smart on their end then. So what they basically did was they were paying the movie company more than they were going to make, but they were saving so that, it on the back end, so the that they end. could So that they could advertise like, hey, you come to Blockbuster, you can get the new release. Like you go to your mom and pop store, you might not get Dazed and Confused or Back to the Future. Do you, re- be gone. do you remember when you used to sign a piece of paper to be the next in line? Oh, yeah. That or, was a big deal. Or in Small Town USA, Jeff, that movie's in right now. They just dropped it off. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll be there in five minutes. Hold it for me. It, the last blockbuster was a lot of fun to watch because, you know, I, I remember going to the movie store and, you know, all that stuff. I don't really remember. Blo- I went to Blockbuster as a college kid, but we didn't have Blockbuster here. But I can remember going to the movie store to pick out a movie and, like, you know, I remember Blue Streak was the movie that we just could not wait to watch. And, like, there was 20 people on the list. And it's, you know, you tell the lady, like, hey, you know, we want to watch Blue Streak. And she's like, well, if these people don't come get it by 7, it's yours. And you're like, fucking don't go get it. Be there at 701. But you, the last Blockbuster was a lot of fun just because I can remember being a kid. and going We had, to we had a Blockbuster in Wichita Falls when I was in college. Not in high school, in college. And we had a Hastings. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember going and buying, well, I remember going to record stores, mm-hmm. and I remember cassettes, and I can actually remember an 8-track tape. I remember cassettes. I don't remember 8-track oh. tapes. You used to have a buddy. flip it over. Had this thing called a Big Mouth, and it was an 8-track player. Mm-hmm. Boy, I used to listen to Buddy Holly a lot when I was younger. <laughs> I like Buddy Holly. He was badass. 
and the, 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 and the and the and the soundtrack to uh goddamn John Travolta's cowboy movie. Urban Cowboy. Urban Cowboy. Yep. It had a good soundtrack. A real good soundtrack. Really? Yep. If you liked that kind of music back then. But I mean it and it was it was very popular. That's a man that made gold on everything he was fucking used to be in to be such a weird fucker. Fourth one down is soundtrack. Or it's first one down now. It's going to be it. Orange Blossom Special is going to be one of them. Johnny Lee's Looking for Love. He played at our high school for Howdy. Jimmy Buffett, Hello, Texas. Bonnie Raitt, Don't Make Me Want to Dance. Stand by me. Stand by me. Oh, Mickey Gilly. You know that's, uh, do you know who Mickey Gilly's cousin is? No. Mick Jagger. Nope. Mickey Gilly's cousin is Jimmy Swagger, the preacher. Jimmy Swagger, the preacher? Is Mickey Gilly's cousin? No, 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 no. Jerry Lee Lewis, maybe. No, maybe Jerry Lee. Look, look it up. I think they're all cousins. I think I think Mickey Gilly, Jerry Lee Lewis, and Jimmy Swagger are cousins. I'm pretty sure about that. Mickey who? Mickey Gilly. You ever heard of Gillies in uh, Houston? No. It was the big bar. I used to speak Mickey Galley. It's Mickey Gilly. Fuck. I have a hard time. Gilly Cousins is what's going to be. Cousin, yep, he was. It was Jerry Lee Lewis and Jimmy Swaggart were his cousins. Probably damn. Jerry Lee Lewis, the killer, he was a weird fucker too. Killed his wife. Why? Just didn't get along. I guess because she was not because he was a fucking asshole. Mm. He's an interesting story, also. Jerry Lee Lewis. Yep, there's a there's a podcast called Disgraceland, mm-hmm. and I listen to it sometimes, and it's about music and stuff. It's got some really cool stories about. About people, and they got what they had one on Jerry Lee Lewis kills his wife. I'm telling you, he never got he never got in trouble for it. He didn't. No, he just killed her, yeah. and, and it was okay. Yep, the strange and mysterious death of Miss Jerry Lee Lewis. He even calls himself the killer. That's a little. That's a little tacky. That's they call him the killer. They call him the killer. Oh, yeah. or he calls. He him calls him himself the killer. the killer. Died less than eighty days into their marriage. Wife number four. Uh, he married. He married wife number five. Wake, didn't wake up the morning of August twenty fourth, nineteen eighty three. Wore still. She was covered in bruises. Wife number four died, and wife number five died and eighty days room later. Were coated in blood. Yep. Hmm. Sheriff covered it up. The sheriff. That's what I was told by people that, that know from that one podcast. No, yeah, that podcast talks all about it. Anyways, he was uh, he was married. Wife number four died, and eighty days later, he got married. And number five died eighty days into their marriage. So he's been married seven times. I thought you had to tap out at like five. I think seven's the record. I think that's the state in the state of Texas. You can be married seven times. Really? Yeah. Why would you want to do it? Seven like, times? I have no fucking do. Like he married his wife. He married 14, his cousin. At fourteen, he yeah. got married for the first time. Well, that's how you get seven marriages, right there. Yeah. My wife was too old for me. She was seventeen. He got rid of her. He he married his cousin. Well, Jeff, it's not saying it's not saying that. And one time you read on down, it will. That was a different time back then. I was I was talking to a lady. There it is. He's married his cousin, his thirteen year old cousin. How old was he? Well, scroll down. His thirteen year old. Oh my God, he's got gray hair. Look at that. He or is that just the way the camera shines? That's probably the shine on him, deal. Everybody. And oh, he was 14. Oh, hold on. No, I'm not taking a He was a big star when that happened. 
Not only was she his cousin, he she, was a rising star. So he was already he was already on. And he's telling everybody she was fifteen when she's thirteen. Oh my goodness! How old was he? It's got to say. That's crazy. Thirteen years old. Why would you want to marry your cousin? Like you're a rock star. Now, he was a fucking stud too. I'm telling you right now, he was good. You're Damn a, good. You're a rock star. Like that's the best you can get is your 14 year old cousin, yep. and you got to say that she's 15. Yep. Great documentary about him called Sun Country Records. It's about him and Elvis Presley and Waylon Jennings. Or not Waylon Jennings. Uh, uh, Johnny Cash. Now is he blue suede shoes? That, no, he's he's balls of fire. Jerry great, Lewis yeah, is. and a uh, whole lot of shaking going on and mid, uh, middle aged. Uh, I think it's middle aged crazy or something. It's a damn good song. He, he he was he had a lot of songs. Hmm. What a mess. Yep. That's terrible. Never thought we'd talk about Jerry Lewis on our podcast, but well, we did. You get there somehow. That's crazy. We're gonna we're gonna finish finish anyway, up. Anyway, I, I was talking to a lady. She got married. No, no, no. She started dating her eventual husband at fifteen. He had just gotten out of the army. You and Jesse were dating when she was fifteen. He was twenty-two. Twenty-two, seventeen. What's the difference? <laughs> Big difference. He had just gotten out of the army. No, that that is great. How long have you and Jesse been together? Uh, we got dating? together in oh four, three, three, oh three. Eighteen years. Long time. Been married ten. That's long enough for her to be bitchy sometimes. We will have been married ten in October. But yes, this this lady was fifteen. When she met her, she started dating her husband at 15. He was 22. And they got married not long after that. Be damned. Different time, long time ago. Yes, it was. It was a whole lot of different time. I had a lot of friends of mine in high school that got married right out of high school. Not very many of them stayed married, but they all got married at, at right. I, got, I had a lot of friends that got married right out of high school. Matter of fact, I don't know one couple that got married right out of high school that's still together that I can think of. Tough business. Yeah, that's a hard deal. Well, uh, fucking Steve Barber told me that Phil would not win yesterday. He swore up and down. Why do you listen to Steve Barber? Phil won't win. He's gonna uh, gonna get his ass. I'm glad. Phil you, has Phil has uh, <clears throat> has fucked some things up with his driver a few times in his life, but he's he's a stud with his irons. Phil has put some shit into his body that is not natural. I was glad to see him win. Phil, have you is, seen? Have you seen his wife? You think he's getting the testosterone Fuck booster? In his yes, head? he is. Have you seen his wife? He's in the best shape of his life at 51 years old. Have you seen his wife? No. Sports Illustrated used to do a <clears throat> couples deal where they'd both be wearing bathing suits and stuff. Mm-hmm. She was pretty hot. Roger Clemens' wife was hot, too, but she you was on You cannot steroids. tell me. I'm sure he has. That at 51 years old, he's playing the best golf and is in the best shape. And he might not be playing golf the best golf. Golf is different than anything, no, than not. other it's sports. fucking terrible on your back and your core. Look at Tiger Woods. I He's fucked up his back. His well, back's shot. Well, his problem is the fucking wreck. Before that, he won a no. couple deals. His back was shot before the wreck. He had all these surgeries. I'm not saying Phil's not on the juice, but I'm saying that do you they can check, still play do, competitive golf at 51. Do I don't they have check a clue. Them. I don't have a clue. Because if you take some blood samples and some hair samples from Phil, you're going to find some foreign substances. When He's, he's either smoking marijuana or he's, doing, he's on he's, the ayahuasca. Do you remember when you had fucking George Strait after your ass? You're fixed to have Phil Mickelson. <clears throat> he, his golf game, though, he's not out driving those young guys. His deal is, is his short game. And 51 years old for a golfer is not that old. 
Oh, I'm sure they drug test for meth and shit. Oh. But I'm what not, did what did Dustin Johnson get in trouble for? Uh, cocaine, oh. I think. But that was from a drug PJ's test? drug testing policy and marijuana use. Well, I'm not worried about marijuana. I'm worried about the, the testosterone. Anti-doping and, program. That's that's what I need to look up. Yeah, they do it. Anti-doping. For, they get suspended for recreational drugs, performance enhancing. Only used to be just performance enhancing, but now they do other stuff. There ain't very many fucking guys that zoned out of their fucking mind going to be playing golf and be very good at it. I'm not saying that, but you can be taking the juice. Um, you you didn't watch Screwball on Netflix, but th- that was basically the guy had the cycles down to where it was undetectable. Well, that was before. I bet now they can detect it. I don't know. Science is uh, well, he might not be juicing then if they've got if they want if they've got this. Uh, a fifty-one-year-old golfer is not that old. Plays golf good. When was the last time we saw anybody do this? Um, I think Jack Nicholson or something. Forty-eight. Well, forty-eight and fifty-one is thirty-six fucking months. That's not that much. That's a long time in golf years. Uh, look at uh, Tom Watson. Who's Tom Watson? Uh, a gentleman that won the British Open. Old. Look at him. Oh see. shit! The British Open's a fucking major, just like winning the PGA Championship. It's one of the top four. Phil's the oldest. To uh, ever look and win. see what Tom Watson was when he won, and he won one. He was pretty old. He won the British Open. Tom Watson divorce scandal. Of course. All I know is he's from Kansas City. He is? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't say 71 now. Look at with the Wikipedia on him. They'll have it. They'll have the deal of him winning that last. It was his last one, I think, was a British Open. Champion tours? Oh, no, no, no. Just look at his wins. PGA Tour wins? Yeah, PGA Tour wins. Uh, Go down to the very end. No, it'll be up at the top. No, at the top is 74. Oh. 84, 1998. What did he win in 98? The MasterCard Colonial. Well, that's not what I was talking about, but that's still big one. How old was he then? Mm-hmm. Open Championship, won the U.S. Open in 82. Okay, look at 98, though. He won a, he won a, a major in 1998. Yeah, because he beat Jim Furyk. How old is he? 98. So he's 71 now. You do the math. 98 would be 23. And he's how old now? 71. 48. So see there? He wasn't as good as he wasn't as good but, as But he was still, Jack. though. That's what I'm saying, though. There's, there's God. Fuck, John Daly will probably win, him, win another 10 years. His body's fucking pickled. <laughs> I hope so. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's hard not to like. See, mm-hmm. Did you see him? Oh, was he rough he, looking motherfucker. Was he playing? Oh yeah, I had his old cigarette <laughs> fucking in his finger out there doing all his warm ups and shit. I saw somebody ask him what, what he does to warm up, and he's like, oh. eats M and M's, drinks Diet Coke, and have, smokes a cigarette. Have a couple cigarettes, and might have Diet Coke. Hit a couple, and did you read his book? No, it's a great book. He lived a life. He's a, a big time. He he him. I'm surprised he's not a member of the Rolling Stones. <laughs> He's that kind of life. <laughs> just party wherever he goes. Everywhere he's gone. He's just like Keith Richards. Mm. That motherfucker, he's got to be 90 fucking years old almost, still fucking trying to play. You know, we got bumped on going to fucking Kid Rock. Did you? Fuck yeah. Oh. Sold out in 30 minutes, both shows. I, and you know what's funny? You started making me think about that. I thought, man, Andy's making fun of me. Me and Mom want to go to Kid Rock like we're too fucking old. About 10 friends of mine I saw posting, God damn, tried to get t- Kid Rock's Listen, tickets I sold out. I can't help it that y'all are trying to and it sold out. relive your glory days. 
I'm not one to relive any glory day. I would just like to go see I Kid just Rock. I can't believe you're going to ball with the ball. Yep. I was. Now I'm not unless I get some tickets somehow. Not going to happen. You Ooh. can listen to them. You can don't, listen to them on your phone. Don't, don't tempt me. Wow. And then we decided that we would go to a Trump rally instead, maybe. Where's where are there going to be a Trump rally? Texas or Florida this summer? They're going to have some. Why? It'd be fun to go to one. No, why are they going to have a Trump rally? It's over. Twenty twenty four is only three years away. <laughs> Motherfucker's <laughs> running again. I, I'm not saying he's not, but yeah. Hey, well, because he's going to start he's going to start raising a lot of money for all these other people in these other races. He's just going to get his and all them broken. rhino. He's not going to get his heart broken. No, he won't. They will fair election. He'll beat their ass. They will turn their back on him. At a, Who? The people he's going to help people, get elected. No, they won't either. No, 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 no. He's going to go get new people elected. Trumpers. I still, I still think. Andy, you're negative, Nancy. On I this still one. think that whenever they get to Washington D.C., there's something more powerful than Trump, and they. That I'm to not go. With that there's old saying. To not go with him. A lot of good men went to Washington D.C. and very few leave. But I think Trump. I don't disagree with you that Trump's probably going to get a lot of new people elected, but they're going to get up there and it's the deep be the state's same, deep. Same shit. Deep state's pretty deep. All right, let's everybody go. forgets. All right, let's get off this damn thing. Okay, we're gonna well, next time we do this because the guy asked me this. The top five waterfowl states. No, screw it. We're going to talk about this real quick. The top five waterfowl states in the United States. I'm going to go and I'm going to give you like my this five. is our personal. No, 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 no. He said, "What do you think are the top five waterfowl?" That's what states? I'm asking. You. Yes, this is like just our personal opinion. What we think are. I think the number one waterfowl... So this is more like a bucket list type deal. I guess. He just okay. said, what do you think of the top five? I think the number one waterfowl state is the state of Washington is my number one choice. My number two choice would probably be Kansas. My number three choice would probably be Nebraska. My number four choice would probably be Idaho. And my number five place would probably be... I'm going to say Missouri. Mm-hmm. Those would be my five top places in the United States to go waterfowl hunting. Uh, now this this is just overall. This ain't specifically Ollie. Shut up. If you specifically go wanting to shoot this or that, I'm just going straight right. off of. Okay, then <laughs> I'm gonna go Ollie. Ollie, hush. It's my turn. I'm going Ooh. New New York. And I lied to Fred. I'm going New York in August, shooting 15 hawkers. Nebraska. I'll never get to go up there. Washington, Oklahoma, and so you, you chose New York over just one thing, though. What do you mean? Just to go shoot fifteen honkers? Yeah, buddy. Okay. Do you want to go to New York? Uh, we'll go in October. I don't want to go. go to. I don't want to go to New York. Okay. I don't want to go anywhere. And then yeah, it's hard to. Well, Idaho sounds a lot. Idaho sounds like a lot of fun. Uh. Missouri, it's hard to not put that up there. California sounds like they got a lot of cool shit going on. I'm going to say California. You already said Missouri. No, that would be fine. I mean, there's not nothing wrong with any of those. No, there's those nothing are, wrong with it at th- all. Those are my places that if I was going to – if if I state, those I think are the top five states on my deal. Andy's a little different because he had New York and California. Well, I didn't want to have the same list either. Well, that, that's fine. But that's what I, I don't think you can go wrong. The North Dakota and South Dakota are so um, it's populated. It's now. so populated, and I've been to North Dakota. It was a neat place to go. It's neat to see, but I think the Western states have a little more to offer. I think it would be worth your. Well, I, I don't want to get in trouble. You can go to. You could go to all the lower states and have a good shoot somewhere doing something. The further you go in the south on the the um, 
the flyway, the harder it is sometimes. Tell you what, I've seen right now going back and forth to work. Beautiful blue winged teals. Did you see the ones that are nesting on the road? Yeah. Okay. What did I see? Right there on the corner. And there's four mallards over there too. Yeah. The, two, the, two drakes, the, two hens. The blue winged teal I've been wanting to stop and get a picture of because they're nesting right You'll, there. N- uh, you might fuck up a nest. That's one thing I haven't stopped for, but I see them all the time right there sitting on that little corner. Well, I tell you what, things are dry, dry, dry up north. Bad might, dry. Might not be a good. Kind of nervous for them people up there. Fuck people up there. Well, it's where the fucking birds go to the, make new birds. Well, the new birds, I, the ducks. I'm worried the geese are going to have great hatch, but the ducks, I'm worried about. Why do you say that? Because a lot of the, a lot of our smaller geese and our specks and stuff are further, further north, where it's where it's wet at. Right. But that that mallard factory that's right there in that middle of that stuff that's that's hurting right now, big time. It might be. Uh, and now we're not going to have the survey again. <clears throat> Did you see the video on? I remember if it was our page or on dive bombs of the geese, all the baby geese at the golf course. Mm-mm. Had four pair of geese, and there must have been 40 fucking little ones running <laughs> around. They were fucking all fuzzy and shit. I'm walking around the golf course, and I thought, that's why the people in the big cities get sick of them fuckers. Eight geese. <laughs> I'm telling you. Eight geese had 40 geese with them. There was there was a flock of 50 from four, four parents, mm. Mm. and they were getting after that shit. But I do, and I, I just worry that I, I worry that things are going to start spiraling out of control with this dry weather, and we're not going to know how bad it is. Because we're going to bang on them like normal. You understand what I'm saying? I understand exactly what you're saying. We're going to ba- we're going to go two years of banging on them like normal, and what if last year they had a bad hatch, and then this year they have a bad hatch? you got two years of banging on them. Well, last year they didn't have a bad hatch because the, the, the South Dakota and North Dakota were wet, 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 and there was birds nesting there that normally would go on up north. This year that's not the case. I'm just saying, what if? What if for some reason it was too wet? What if they did? What if they had a good hatch but had a bad upbringing? Oh, there's going to be there's there's not we're not going to know nothing until next spring. So I mean, we we could potentially be two years of banging the hell out of these birds, and it not be good numbers. Well, we are going to find out. All right, let's get off of here. God I bless got, y'all. To do. Have a great week. Uh, the Prince of Poachers is coming up at the end of the week. Bye. Go check out all of our great sponsors. Check out Blind Grass. Check out Pacific Calls. Check out Gun Dog Outdoors, Goose Creek Retrievers, Bangtail Whiskey, Stanfield Hunting Outfitters, Dive Bomb Industry Squad Fest is coming up soon. Dirty Duck Coffee, Boss Shot Shells, Looking Glass Duck Club, and Lucky Duck.